and welcome to the Big Blue Brothers podcast. I'm your host, Andrew, joined by my two brothers, huge fans of the University of Kentucky, and we're going to talk some football today. Steven and David, how are you guys doing? Doing wonderful, Andrew. How are you doing? Doing great, doing great. Doing Gucci. Wonderful. Fantastic. I feel so professional, guys. David has a cool-looking headset. Steven's got a microphone. I have yeah. my same microphone. But, but guys, we're like, we're stepping it up here. It's great. Well, some of us are. I wouldn't say David is trying to trying to build an audience. You know, it's important stuff. I think right now it's uh, <laughs> mom and that's it. Yeah, I don't think my wife. So I don't know if any of your wives listen. I think we're over three on that. But hey, does, hey, mine does every now and then. All right. right. So that's what's important. We're just having fun. An excuse to exactly. talk to one another. It's good. Um, but yeah, I'm excited. We're back for another season. Also, whatever season I said it was last time, I was wrong. You were wrong. Yeah, I think it's. I think I said season two and it's season three, or I said three and it's four, or something like that. I think um, we need a fact checker. Yeah, season four is actually what this is, and episode two, and we're on time. This is. I feel like this is a great start. And we didn't lose the first game. Yeah, it That's was true. Good. I felt a little nervous when you know we were close for the first half, but uh, but it was good. Speaking of, let's talk about that game. Kentucky played Miami of Ohio, uh, got a win out of it, although it was closer in, I guess, the first half than maybe we wanted it to be, 37 to 13. Um, but, Steven, you got to go to the game and made sure to rub it in, at least to me. I hope you rubbed it in to David. How was uh, oh, yes. how was the in-game experience? And then, David, how jealous were you that Steven has uh, season tickets and we're both too far away? Well, first off, I think we have to start with uh, Andrew. Did you when did you put on any UK clothing? I did just before the game, but Oof. I have something. I have something that'll make you even more upset. Are you ready for it? Oof. What? I did not watch the game. Watch the entire game live. Oh, Andrew. So let me explain. So my wife, her birthday is on Thursday of this week. Nobody and cares. I'm well, I'm the gone. game was on Saturday. Correct? I know, but I'm, yep. I'm gone this coming weekend because we're going to Florida and it's going to be great. Oh. And so in order to celebrate her birthday, we went and did an escape room. Only we you only do that Saturday night. And yes, tomorrow is tomorrow not a holiday. I don't know Anyways, what you're talking about, but so, I will yes. let you know. <laughs> they don't, we made, they don't it, we made it out of the escape room. I don't care. I don't care. I'm I removing your fan missed, card. I'm only removing your fan card. I'm removing your fan card. I only fan missed card about, has been removed. No, okay, that's done. fine. So be I only missed I'm about seven about minutes of the, third now the game. So I went to the game in person because I am a real fan and I have season tickets and I didn't move halfway across the country or mm-hmm. move to wherever in Florida or anywhere like that. I decided to stay here in God's country. Hey, hey. Uh, hey. I took a uh, little Gavin, the nephew. Um, we had a good time. We got there early. Uh, he, we sat down and he was like, uh, I said, see Gavin set clock. We got 40 minutes of game starts. Why did we come here so early, Uncle Steven? <laughs> I was like, well, that's what you do. You just you come early or you got to be late. So it's kind of one of those deals. But no, it was a good game. Um, really enjoyed it. The crowd was into it early. That first drive kind of killed a little bit of, killed a little bit of momentum. Um, but whatever it killed, man, and when it, after halftime, boy, that, that switch got flipped quick. And it was on. Definitely nothing like a uh, Florida LSU, nothing like that last year. But But they did say that it was, what, the second – highest attended home opener ever yeah so so i sit on the same side as the kentucky sidelines in the corner and basically the opposite side so the away side up on the very top there was probably like four rows in the middle that were only like half full and then in the very far opposite corner upper level was it i mean it it was 96 percent full to me i mean it was 
It was pretty packed. I, I was pleased with it, especially for a first game of the year and being in Miami, Ohio. That's what I'm thinking. To me, David, that's like an example of how our culture in football is changing to where before, if we had a big game, you know, obviously you could sell it out. It can be a great atmosphere. But from hearing Steven talk, the fact that we're have a good atmosphere and tons of people there for a home opener that's not against, you know, an amazing school makes me pretty excited about it. I think they also have, I think they said they set a record this year for postseason tickets. I think it's over like thirty five thousand. Dang, that's nuts. Yeah, so like compared to I don't know, like ten ish years ago when we would go to games that people would just like give us because no one else wanted to go to the games. The the there was never a big crowd there, and I Did always remember freezing and losing. No. 10-ish years ago, 10-ish. Oh, I thought you said yes. tennis. I was like, when do we ever go to tennis games? I've never been to a tennis game. But right. We're very big yeah, tennis a, fans. A, I don't know if you knew yeah. that or not. I'm, I'm not. I don't know. Basketball, football, tennis, all right? Sure. Okay. Have at it. That's great. Well, cool. David, what was your game experience like watching My it on game the experience, It was great. It was great. Okay. So was on the TV woke, up, online. woke up that day, you know, put on my cat's gear. Very first thing. Like very first thing, because it's game day, right? And then me and Sarah watched the game, and it was dope. Nice. That's pretty much I, all I was to it. I watched most of it from my phone, and then, like I said, some of it. Oh, Andrew. But then I went, and and what's the worst is I didn't realize that we had. <laughs> this is so bad. I didn't realize we had a kickoff return for a touchdown until I went back later and watched the highlights. Oh my goodness! I missed the beginning <laughs> of the third quarter. <laughs> It's not great, but I went back and watched it, and it was great, and I was very excited about it. I will say, though, Stephen, I was surprised by uh, the fact that you forgot that we picked the score of the game, uh, and then you were actually the one that got the closest to the actual score of the game. It was the actual I mean, I'm just, score. I'm just, I'm just good at it. Yeah, 37 to 13. I'm pretty sure I said that it was going to be pretty 5 to 14. And I think I said it was going to be tight in the first half, and then we'd kind of pull away in the third quarter, so it's almost you know. like I was perfect. That's that's Almost. true. That's true. Well, I want your guys' take uh, next on kind of going through what, after watching this game, what were you most excited about going forward or most optimistic about going forward? And what were you most worried about going forward uh, for the rest of the season? Yes, it's just the first game. We're kicking out the cobwebs, that kind of stuff. But after that first game, uh, what uh, what are you most excited about? I guess we'll start with that. Start positive. Go ahead, Junior. Not already. Uh, most excited about? I'm still really excited about Levis. I'm even more excited about our receivers now, now that we've actually like seen them in a the game. I think for the most part, they they uh, handled pretty well, um, catching the ball and stuff. Obviously, we had some of those bullets that Levis was throwing. Got, um, they just landed right in the hands of the receivers, and then they just lost it. But I'm still really excited about our passing game. Uh, to me, I think it's definitely the biggest thing, I think, is the receivers. Um, I think that just was the highlight of the day, uh, just kind of their – how many weapons they have. If you throw the tight ends in, especially how many weapons they have, the speed they got. Um, Denke's a lot bigger than I thought he was. He's pretty mm -hmm. tall and long. Um, he's got some great hands. And that Darian Brown boy, he can scoot. And I didn't think he was going to make that run on that uh, – the one you didn't see, the kickoff return. I didn't think he'd make it. And then, of course, you got Tavion. He's a shifty fella. He's not real fast, but he's shifty. 
Um, so that's a good one, two, three combo before you even start talking tight ends or running backs or things like that. So I think the offense is definitely got to gonna have a, a best chance of doing something big. I mean, yep. Will Epps threw for 300 yards. I think I saw in the post game he said it was the most disappointed. Yeah, 300, <laughs> three touchdown, one interception game ever. And really, it was. I mean, he didn't. You don't. I. You wouldn't it wasn't think of that great. Game. It was like no. And it, well, it wasn't even him though. I mean, the offensive line was getting manhandled early on. Yeah. Um. And really, his touchdowns. I mean, one of them was the fumble uh, that our defense created that put us at the thirty yard line or something like that. And then there was another one with a short field. Like so, there was only really only, there was only two drives. It was the first drive of the game, the last drive of the game, and everything else in between sucked for the well, offense. He, sh- he should have had two more, right? Because that interception that we had, um, yeah. we were at the goal line, and then we threw it. I forget who it was, but we hit somebody in the hands that he would have on Robinson the touchdown. Uh, and no, that was smoke, but he hit uh dang key right after that, I think. Oh, well, no, I think it was maybe a tight end or something. They were coming across the middle and he hit him in the hands, and then we ended oh, up getting the a field time, goal out of that. that. Cummings, How's yeah, so I could have had five touchdowns and no interceptions, but still, could've. still a pretty good game <laughs> stats wise. But I do like that he was unsatisfied with the performance, even though the numbers look pretty good. Um, all for the sake of not just piggybacking on yours. I also was very excited about the receivers and I'll add something too, but with the receivers, what excited me the most was how many people were catching the ball. Like Robinson obviously had a great game of over a hundred yards, but like you guys were saying with key and Brown, and I think I counted on here, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine different people that uh, caught a pass during the game. Whereas, you know, last year we just had one go-to guy and that was it and not really being able to spread the ball around. So that to me is what I'm excited about, but to make something different, the defense first drive, I was very afraid (laughs) because they seemed like Miami of Ohio was doing absolutely whatever they wanted on offense. And I was worried that if we're not able to handle this offense, even though yes, they do sling it around, but it's, you know, it's Miami of Ohio. I was worried about upcoming games, but I really liked how they clamped down the rest of the game. That first drive was the only touchdown that they allowed. Uh, and that made me much more confident uh, going in through the rest of, of the year. To speak on your point too, of the receivers, um, just looking up nine receivers had a catch, like you said, but five of those nine <clears throat> had at least two catches. So it's not even just like one person was catching it. It was really spread around the field. Um, and I think the defense, it struggled obviously in that first drive. And a couple of them were just, I think, kind of timid plays where the first third down, uh, you had one DB who's that transfer, um, Kedron Smith, I think is how you say his name. Okay. Um, he kind of played really far off. Everybody else was kind of uptight, and he just played really far off. And I felt like after that, they really kind of locked in and kind of listening. I, I didn't get – I mean, I was with Gavin, so it's not like he's going to talk a lot of football with me. But <laughs> they He wasn't breaking down the game? No. No, and you too. <laughs> apparently, you were busy doing, I don't know, breakout games. So, um, but the, the one thing I liked is we never gave up a big play. Their yeah. offense never got any big chunk play. You know, they might get a twelve or thirteen yard, but it was no twenty yarders, no twenty five yarders. I think that was the, what they designed to do. The defensive line got better as the game went on. I mean, the linebackers are solid as all get out, and I think yeah. a lot of DBs. And I'll tell you what, man, some of the I think actually I, I will go back and change mine if you if I can for the thing I was most excited about is the freshman. Yeah. If you throw in the, not just the two receivers, you throw in that, I mean, mountain of a man on defensive line from uh, Keon Walker, Keandre Walker, whatever his name is, and that Alex Afari kid, he was all over the field. And that Wade boy, he was all – I mean, we got some freshmen that man can play. So, I'm very excited. You also got to think, too, you had one of your starting outside linebackers out that game. So, one, it was good to get some guys some reps. And then I think, you know, going forward, if he comes back next week, it's going to be a different game. 
Well, and you know what's even more exciting about that uh, is the fact that, like, in years past, we've played a lot of freshmen because the players that we had whenever Stoops came in were just no good. And so we had to get people out there. But, David, the fact that, like, we have freshmen that are playing because they're good and able to contribute as much as they are early on makes me excited. I'd imagine you feel the same way. Yeah, I'm not going to lie, like for up until kind of recently, I didn't even know that freshmen played football. I just assumed they all registered and they were like, all right, taking a year off. Nobody's good enough. But it is cool to see freshmen out there um, already getting good reps in in games and being productive. I think that's one of the things that will help us, too, when you go to the offensive line. I know that's everybody's big issue. I think a lot of it was just, I mean, you had a, a true freshman left guard and a redshirt freshman left tackle. I mean, that that's you got to get used to some game reps, you know. I think that's one of those things that it's different when it's in the game time. So, I think it's good to have a game like that for freshmen. And I think going forward, I think they got better as the game went on. And then I think next week, though, you'll see a big improvement. Yeah. So, Stephen, I would imagine, is the O-line what you would be most worried about moving forward? Or do you have something else for that? Uh, well, in the short term, it's going to be um, definitely the running back room because I was just trying to see. I think there was one on here um, just to try to see any updates on it. But uh, looks like you're going to be without Juton McClain. They're, I guess they were talking about possibly an ACL. Yeah. Um, and then Ramon Jefferson, the transfers out. So, when I mean, you're down to Cavassier Smoke. Um, Lavelle Wright. Lavelle Wright. And then – I don't even know who the next one would be. Those are the only two other ones that got carries yesterday. Yeah, you're going down to Florida with two running backs basically now that uh, um, Rodriguez is out. So, man, you're looking at, like, a room that had six running backs, you're down to two. I mean, it it gets a little worrisome. But for the season, it's the offensive line just got to get better. Um, I think Levis will be fine. The snaps were a little off, especially early on. So, just kind of just got to see what it does. I think a lot of experience will get better. Well, one of the announcers on the game on SEC Plus or whatever it was on said something about um, that made some people think that maybe C Rod would like be back next week. But I think that was more of just yeah, we no. had the SEC broadcast C team yeah. and they were just yeah. talking and didn't know yeah. anything. <laughs> Man, I, I'd love it. If, I would. I would adore if they brought him back next week. And then after that, they're like, "Oh, he suspended two games for whatever else is going on." <laughs> I don't care. I don't. What, what are people going to say? Oh, you brought him back. So I don't care. We won, we lose, whatever it is. Yeah, he'll be sorely missed uh, not being down in But Florida. I don't think he would have done a lot in the running game, honestly, because there just weren't holes. Our, our, our offensive line didn't create any holes early on. Yeah, I, I would say that the one difference in the way that he runs as opposed to some of these other uh, kind of speedster backs is the fact that even when there aren't holes and even when he gets hit immediately, he seems to be one of those backs that always falls forward, mm-hmm. that even when something's blown up in the backfield. He had some crazy stat last year of, like only a handful of times that he was ever tackled for a loss because even when there's nothing there, he's be able to go. Oh, but right. we also had a great O-line last year in the last couple of years. So I'm sure that that's a big part of it too. Yeah. So David, uh, Steven thinking long-term the O-line and short-term the running backs, what was your uh, thing that you were most worried about going forward after Saturday's game? I mean, it's kind of hard to go out to Steven when the top two things are just the most obvious things. Obviously, I think our O-line is long-term. Um, we were talking about it during the game, texting back and forth about how they weren't doing so great. Um, I think it's really crazy that I feel like the O-line was the first thing uh, Kentucky got recognition for 
um, when we started getting better from scoops, you know, the big blue wall. And then now it's not so great this year. I think that's like really bizarre, but I mean, we've gotten a lot of other attributes that are good now as well. So we don't have to rely on as much. I think the thing you gotta be careful though, is I think the reason it's not so great is because it was so great for the past four years. So it's not that it's bad right now. It's just, it wasn't a good game. Sure. But there are, there still is a lot of star power on that offensive line. It's just, they're young and it's just not as good as what it's been in the past. Well, I hope yeah. that I hope that it's not just coach speak that Stoops was talking about that. He thinks it's less ability and more, you know, identifying those late blitzes or yeah. the different things that yeah. they're doing with shifting. Uh, Cause and, if it's, if it's people it's, just getting blown past by the yeah. athletes that they have at Miami, Ohio, that's a huge problem because <laughs> we're going to see a lot better guys no. than that. I agree. And one, I think the biggest thing that I notice, I think every every year I go is to a game is the size difference, especially when we play these smaller schools where we used to be the smaller school size. And now we're we're walking out there with the six six three fifty linemen that just can move. And I don't know, that's 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 good to me because that's where you gotta you gotta win games in the trenches. So yeah. Um, I'll say for me, for the thing I was most worried about, obviously it's the offensive line, the running back room as well, but to say something different, not that I'm worried, but I'll just say I took a step down of my expectations of Will Levis. Not that I thought he played bad or anything like that, but I do think that he needs to, to take a step up for us to be successful in the fact that he had some throws that were not super great, uh, throwing that interception, you know, almost on the goal line is not great with a more athletic team. That could be, you know, that dude catches the ball and he's, you know, gone and gets a whole bunch of yards there or even a pick six from one end You're of the right. field to the other. And then we had another one. I don't I think maybe it was at the end of the first half or maybe it was some other time, but we had a drive where we were going down the field and it hit a Miami of Ohio player um, yeah, and it ricocheted off, off and him. It. And then we got it and went forward from there. So those, you know, I, I think we're going to have to learn. I'm going to have to learn. The fact that when we throw the ball more with a guy like Will Levis, we're going to have more mistakes like that where there are going to be interceptions and they're going to be big interceptions sometimes. And hopefully he can manage, you know, that because again, with a team that's a little better than Miami of Ohio, it might be not just you don't score there at the goal line with an interception. That might be a huge mistake or people aren't going to drop, you know, interceptions or ricochet off of them and go to somebody else all the time. So not that I'm worried about Levis, but I will say that I think, I think he was right in saying he was disappointed with his 300-yard, three-touchdown, one-interception game. And I think we'll need him to improve, especially in these first few games, since the offensive line is struggling and since the running back room is, you know, a little light with uh, possible injuries and suspensions. I agree. I also, But I also think that you got to look at some of those plays where he put the ball on the money and yeah. receivers just dropped him. I mean, and it really, if you look at it and say he threw 31 or 32 times, if he's got two bad throws and 32, I'll live with it. Yeah. I mean, I'll like take said, it. So. I think it was good. Mostly it's just because I'm trying to say something different than just the O-line, which is well, what I, is the big problem. I, I kind of have a differing opinion from Andrew in that, like, I think for the most part, like a lot closer to Steven's number where he was on the money almost every single time. And um, I think – most of our drop passes, missed opportunities were was on the receiving room and not on Levis. I didn't see very many um, bad passes. And then a few of them, they, the center um, threw the ball back at his feet. So, like, it's kind of, it, I know that, that he that's should what the come back from that. Was. Okay. Yeah. Like, I, I know he should come back from that, but, you know, it's, it's kind of hard um, when you're, you got to look down at your feet, pick up the ball, and then you're starting yeah. to play. The 
second behind. The, the interception play was the one where he he threw the ball. The ball was snapped low, and he picked it up, and it was a timing pattern route to a fade. And so the same play he ran to Devin Key at the end of the game there, the same play they ran the first half, and that's where – that's what happened. He just got the slow snap, and instead of just holding it or looking somewhere else, he just tried to rip it and throw it through there, and didn't work that time. Yeah. Um, other takeaways I had, not necessarily the most exciting or not most exciting. It's uh, it's good to know that uh, Ruffalo, our kicker, uh, is on point. I mean, he had three kicks. Not that any of them were necessarily extremely difficult. Um, but to know that we've got a kicker, you know, this year that we can rely on and not have to, to worry about that part of the game. Cause really with special teams, you feel good until like, you don't want to have to talk about them. Cause if you have to talk about them, then they probably suck. And that's not great. Um, but now that we've know, got we should talk about our special team because our special teams look good this year. Yeah. I mean, Barry and Brown with his, uh, kickoff return for a touchdown, uh, Tavion Robinson, you know, was able to get a few yards whenever he was returning a couple of the punts. That's exciting to me because those are huge game changers uh, on special teams to be able to get yards like that or to get not free points, but, you know, points whenever the the clock's hardly even moving uh, and kind of change the whole outlook of the game whenever we come back in the second half and immediately, you know, a game that what we were up by three, we immediately go up 10 right at the start of the second half um, Mm -hmm. is a huge game changer. Any other takeaways you guys had from that game of uh, things you're worried about or excited about or that you noticed? Yeah, I'm worried about hearing you at the beginning of every game be like, oh, no, I'm worried. We look really bad. And then having to reassure you that we're still like I feel like I feel like at the start of every game or at some point in every game, Andrew's like, you know, I, I don't think we're looking as good that or steven about like third quarter fourth quarter if we're if we're close and they might be they might be a little better seems like oh that's it we miss a pass he's like that's it it's over well listen Mm -hmm. to be fair we did not start the game well and it was a little worrying that we were tied with miami of ohio at the end of the first half and they were walking all over us because yes it's the first game of the season but we were up three you saw other yeah at the end of the first half but at the end of the first quarter at the end of the first quarter, we were <laughs> um, but other teams came out, you know, the, the great teams, I guess, like Georgia just completely demolished whoever they were playing. And there are other teams Iowa, that seem to be on You mean the sleeping giant thing. university of yeah, Louisville? Yeah, 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 they yeah, came yeah. out of there and just slaughtered everybody, man. The Louisville is a sleep, <laughs> sleeping giant these days, I hear. Steven, how exciting is that for you being in Louisville and uh, working there? And Dude, I, the I can't wait for tomorrow. Is still I can't great. wait for – I've already told the dude that I told you all about that was running his mouth last time. I told David earlier, he's a Florida fan apparently too. Now he sent me a thing that said Gator bait and he's got a Florida t-shirt on. I'm like, that's fine. I'm bringing a box of tissues this weekend, this tomorrow. Cause dude, I told you, you're going to be so, yeah, we're not very good. I guess I told you, I told you y'all are trash every year. You're Louisville. I can't wait. I can't wait to play them the end of the year. We're going to be, gonna be a great season. They just got demolished, man. Like I, that's why Syracuse. I'm so excited. That's why I'm so excited for Florida. Cause if we can, I, first of all, I was surprised Florida beat Utah somewhat. Mm-hmm. I also think it might just prove the Pac-12's garbage <laughs> because I, I don't know, maybe, maybe not. But them, them and Oregon did not play very well. I mean, nobody in the Pac-12 really played well. Um, and I, if man, if you just you come out and beat Florida, now now it's on. Now now your season's here. So Saturday to me is when it starts. Yeah. 
Well, because what's our what's our schedule after that? We've got Florida, Northern and Illinois, then, and Youngstown State. So we could you, start four and zero, and then you go Florida. on the road to Ole Miss, who will be undefeated. So the best part about that is you're four and zero without a road home game. If you can go down to win at Ole Miss, you're four, you're five and zero, two and zero in the SEC, and you've won two road games. Yeah. Well, and you would think that's big. You would think that this game coming up for Florida, obviously it'll be big, but with a win like that against Utah that was ranked seven in the nation, I don't know where ranked. they were at in the rankings, but they'll be ranked. So they were two ranked teams down in the swamp. Yeah, they'll be ranked. So what do we think about this upcoming Florida game? I guess Steven, obviously you wouldn't have watched the game live since you were at uh, Kroger Field. I watched the end of the Florida Utah game. David, did you see any of it to see to scout our next opponent? Not a second. All I did was check the score. Well, I'll tell you, I did watch the end of it. I don't know how the rest of it went. I know a lot of people were talking about Florida's quarterback uh, and how he just looks big and is uh, able to run it and uh, had an amazing two-point conversion where, like, he pump-faked, got the one dude up in the air, the other dude hit him, he just rolled off of it and threw it to a guy in the end zone that was just standing there. Um, So he threw for – Let's see. He's Anthony Richardson. He threw for 168 yards, 17 out of 24, um, but also ran the ball a lot. He ran 11 times, 106 yards for three touchdowns. So uh, definitely need to make sure that we're able to to contain him. But what I saw of the game was Utah kind of gave it away at the end. They had driven the ball all the way down the field, uh, had the ball inside the 10, I think. All they needed to do was kick a field goal to go to overtime and threw an interception uh, in the end zone. Florida takes over and they win. But this, you know, doesn't, at the beginning of the year, people talking about this is not a Florida team like a normal Florida team, that they're a little down this year. Uh, David, how worried are you going in against Florida uh, this upcoming week? I feel like I shouldn't be more worried than I was last week because I really don't think that Utah is as good as maybe people thought they were, but I'm a little more worried now that they won. Um, I feel like, or I thought I would be less worried if they would have won because then they'd have been, they'd been a little high off their win, you know, and then maybe we'd catch them, but I'm a little more worried now. It's making me a little nervous. Don't like it. Yeah. I think they look, you know, pretty good from the stats and what people were talking about. Although I, I'm glad that they won. Cause I think it's more exciting that we'll both be ranked going down there. Steven, what do you think about Florida coming up? How worried are you after their first win against Utah? Uh, I mean, Florida's always going to be tough, no matter what. It's Florida. It's at the swamp. Um, it's going to be rowdy. Uh, I like the fact that they won because, to me, uh, it makes it to where if you go down there and lose, it's not – okay, it's not that bad. You lost to a team that just beat the number seven team on, at home because uh, they'll be a ranked team. So you're going to lose to a ranked team on the road. Not bad unless you get blown out. You go down there and win – Man, it looks really good. You know, Florida just beat the number seven team in the country. Then you get them and blah, blah, blah. So I, I'm excited for it. I, I look at the numbers and I know everybody's, t- I didn't watch the game and everybody's talking about Richardson. On the 17 to 24 for 168 yards and no touchdowns doesn't scare me. The 11 rushes for 106 yards and three touchdowns, as long as was 45. So that means, I mean, I'm trying to do quick math here, but basically he ran 10 times for 60 yards. One time, ran for 45 yards and had three touchdowns. So he had one big run, and then every time else it was short runs. Okay, fine. I'm down with that because I think our defense for the last couple of years has been good at stopping the run. We've gotten better at stopping running quarterbacks for our linebackers. Okay, so pack the box, make him throw it. Let the guy beat you with his arm. I don't think he can. 
I really, I really don't. Yeah, I think it'll be a big test. Uh, you know, our linebackers need to make sure that they play well since uh, Florida, at least in their first game, seemed to be very run heavy uh, in their success there. Uh, and hopefully we're still able to sling it around because, like I said, I mean, and Stephen, you were saying too, with our running back room being a little light, see, uh, you know, C-Rod not going to be playing and uh, our offensive line having troubles in the first game, we're going to have to throw it more than we're used to. Uh, and they're going to need to make sure that we, um, you know, can do that well. Speaking of that, too, I mean, you look at their stats real quick. You got your quarterback had um, 11 rushing attempts. You had two running backs. One had 10, one had 12 attempts, and then another one had five. So, I mean, they really tried to really run the ball a lot. It had 283 rushing yards to 168 passing yards. And that's just one of those, again, like I said, to me, one, you, you, you get a lead on them, they can't run the ball. So, they're going to have to throw it. And then you just pack – to me, you, you load up the box and you, you make them play in space. And I, I just don't know if they can hang with it. Well, and Florida is bigger and faster, obviously, than Miami of Ohio. But I felt like our front seven looked comparatively better than our you know secondary for some of the game. Yeah. Not that the secondary was awful, but that seems to be the strength of our defense um, after the first game of the year. Yeah, for sure. So, David, how excited are you about this next week? Steven's not the only one that gets to watch the game live, but me, you, him, oh, you're actually gonna mom watch and dad. Game? Yeah, man, we're <laughs> going to go down to Florida. We're going to watch it in the swamp. Never been to a, a game at the swamp before. Uh, you guys pretty pumped about it? Oh, I'm super excited. Uh, for some reason, I thought this next weekend was the holiday weekend. So I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to get off on like Thursday, drive over there. You know, it's going to be awesome. No, I'll be getting there like late Friday night. But it's all good. Cause it's going to be a great weekend. I'm going to be tired as balls on Saturday and uh, we're going to go watch the cats win. That's all right. I fly into Orlando at midnight on uh, yeah. Friday night. So whoever on Friday gets, night. Yeah. <laughs> whoever's, whoever's picking me up. It's going to be fun. Boy, you I can rent a car. Boy. I'm telling you, oh, but mommy might, honestly, it might be me picking you up. <laughs> yeah, for real. He's just going to drive to Orlando. Pick you up. <laughs> That's fine. Whatever. Works. I, I, I'm excited. It's a bucket list thing of mine. Um, I think, as much as I hate Florida, the swamp's still a, a top ten place to watch a football game. Um, so I'm excited, especially having a good team, thinking we have a chance to go down there and win. I've uh, been to a few road games where you win uh, football and basketball, and there's nothing like it, man. Just to just to hear all the talk before the game and walk out with a win. So I'm hoping for it. Uh, makes for a, a great season if you win, and I guess it'll be right to having you guys there. What's our record in Florida, by the way, with all of us there? One and one. Well, we I lost. Mean, we lost. I was in there time, the first so. year I went, and then this, this last year we won. So I'm one and one in Florida. Did I go to that you first one to an extra in Jacksonville? Game. Yeah, you all went to an extra game, so you guys are two and one in Florida, right? Yes, I went to both Citrus Bowl wins. So did David, yeah. and then yes. we lost the we Jacksonville. Bowl. Yeah, in Jacksonville. Yeah, to Georgia yeah. Tech. Yeah, I think. Oh, so. okay, okay, okay. With the I option. thought you meant like playing Florida, yeah. and I was like, I don't think I've been to a <laughs> never been at Florida. No. Well, listen, nothing can be as bad as I, I loved going, but when we went to that game in Starkville and those uh, those miserable. cowbells, man, and we got I hate nothing, nothing will I'm... be as bad as that, but nothing will be as good as for football winning at Louisville with Lamar Jackson's year when I was there or winning at Kansas in basketball. Those will be those two will be t if we go down there and win this year, it, it might it might rank up there, but I don't know. It'd be hard. Yeah. Well, let's go ahead and wrap up then with our uh, what we think the score will be for this game. David, I'll let you go first on this one. Cats and the Gators down at the Swamp. What's the score? Who wins? 
I think it'll be a shootout-ish. Um, I think we end up winning um, 43-35. Steven? Let Andrew, I'll go last. Okay, I'm doing a lower scoring game. I'm thinking uh, that we get out of there with a win, let's say 24-17. Ooh, it's close. Uh, I, I think it's going to be a tough one. I think it's going to be um, one of those where maybe both teams kind of sh- try to figure each other out early on. But I'm going 24-21 cats. All right. Well, hopefully we're all right on the fact that we get a win. Uh, because football's a lot more fun when you win. That's what I think. Hey, that's what Especially Gavin with... told me. He yeah. said, you like the game? He goes, well, it's more fun now that Kentucky won. And I was like, yeah, that's true. Listen, he can come take my spot on the podcast then, that same right. high-level analysis that we have right. there. Well, David, Stephen, we'll see you guys in uh, Florida, and maybe our next episode will be all of us together, or maybe we'll do it delayed uh, and a little bit later. But thanks for joining. I had a blast. Hope you did too. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah. All right. And to those of you listening, thanks so much for joining us here on the Big Blue Brothers podcast. New episode every week, breaking down previous games and looking forward to upcoming games. Thanks for joining. And until next time, we'll see you. Toodles.